Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Blunt Experience. I know these these intros are getting more and more interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually just um, remember that I, I, someone actually sent an, e- an email going, "Oh, Joseph, can you sort of um, you know tone down the intro a bit? You're sounding." far far too enthusiastic you know compared to what's going on in the world today and i'm like okay i'll try i will try i will try i will try but here's the thing i'm so excited every time i get to do this stuff i mean seriously you don't understand there's a lot going on in the world today and i'm just like ah this is my respite this is my oasis this is one of the things i enjoy doing that i actually have fun you're doing uh, like uh jay-z once said mr sean carter and uh, one of the greatest rappers alive yes i yeah I, I said that he's one of the greatest rappers alive anyway but like jay-z once said uh the goal is to take your god-given gift and make a life out of it make a living making life out of it and well i'm not i i'm not saying this is like a god-given gift i just Usually, like doing this sort of show, I always wanted to do, wanted to do this. You know, uh, am I making a living out of it? No, not yet. And that's and for me, it's not really. Well, yeah, it's a goal to make a living out of it someday. But for now, I'm not focused on the money. I'm just focused on, you know, people listening to the show, like people listening to the show, people uh, enjoying the show, people getting um, getting whatever they want to get out of the show. You know, it actually entertaining and informing people. So that's the focus, you know, and I'm having fun while doing it. I mean, I didn't day I, I do have a nine to five that sometimes makes me want to, I don't know, take a gun and sh- shoot myself in the brain and stuff. But freaking hell, man! <sighs> don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? Anyway, I hope you all have a lot had a lovely weekend. Uh, this show is actually meant to be out on Monday, so I'm hoping I'm hoping it got to. It got distributed before then. Um, Spotify these days. I mean, big shout out to them. And uh, this is me trying to leave as much as many lip marks on their asses as I can. But Spotify, close to them, you know, they're trying to get this show distributed around to different, you know, podcasts, mediums, and what have you. Hopefully, they actually get it out on time. Hopefully, 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 so you all can listen to it on Monday morning. What do you think about Friday show, guys? What did you think about Friday show? Should we try it again? Should we should we do it again? I mean, it was it was different. It was new for me, but yeah, I was quite pumped up afterwards. I was like, hmm, I don't mind doing this Friday if I do say, you know. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed Friday Friday show. This is meant to be out on Monday, and and I hope you enjoy this one. I hope you all had a great weekend, honestly speaking. If you didn't have a great weekend, then, oh man, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can possibly do to remedy that. I mean, I, I, I myself, I tried to have a great weekend, but, you know, certain things happened. That would be beyond my control, but, hey, I'm not blaming anyone. You know, I'm just going to do my best to have a great weekend, to have a great week and a much even better weekend next weekend and um yeah 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 let's you know what 
enough of the talk I've, I've done like four minutes of talking let's get straight into the show now here's the thing I actually want to talk about something that sort of caught my eyes this weekend or rather a conversation that came up this weekend and <sighs> a lot of people keep saying okay yeah but if you don't support this then you are actually contradicting whatever what you've been saying for a long while i always talk about yeah one race one human race you know a world without color you know a world without boundaries yeah and what i'm about to talk about will actually sort of contradict that and people are gonna start you know throwing things at me and like I, i'm i'm glad this is not being distributed distributed on, on twitter because jesus christ twitter has become toxic like seriously it's, twitter is more toxic and radioactive and chernobyl is these days like i mean seriously man sheesh man that place is mm, oh dear i mean ask our garrett about it and yeah yeah she will tell you i mean brave lady by the way really brave lady man that woman is man she is wonder woman and and then some but anyway more and i'll get it later on but uh, let's talk about this i want to talk about globalization yes 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 globalization for people who don't know what globalization is about uh i'm gonna just run through it really quick this is this might bore people but hey i'm gonna make it as fun as possible because that's what we're about here fun we turn everything into well almost everything into fun anyway globalization uh, well here's the thing most people can define it as a process of interaction and integration among the people companies and governments of different nations and a process driven by international trade and investments and aided by information technology a lot of things in there this process has effects on the environment on culture on the political system and on the economical economical development and prosperity of different countries and societies now with that with that i hope i hope that by the way i hope that definition is quite simple that's actually my way i define it as to write it down paper because i have to think of my own definition of it and stuff now if you listen to that definition you would have picked out a few a few things uh first and foremost it, it involves uh technology it involves investments it involves trade uh, it does have effects on political systems cultures and the environment which now brings me into the different types of globalization well for now i for me they're about and this is me making up my I, I always like to make up my own thoughts about things and stuff i don't as much as yes we were all taught we were, well most of us were taught about this when we were in school but i actually like making up my own notes and stuff um so first type of globalization i want to talk about is actually financial globalization uh it's actually when you know when you have a situation where whereby the world's financial systems end up being intimately connected i mean for instance uh, something that happens in asia something happens in the asian markets could affect what something that hap- affects uh, the new york market for instance seen as china asia and america do a lot of trading between each other well except the whole trade wars that happens thanks for that trump anyway 
but that's just one example uh, another example could be in the EU for instance they, they have they're really interconnected in, in the EU EU I think it's called the ECC or something uh, the European economic no EEC European economic Com- community whereby something that happens in France for instance would affect Germany or even Spain or Italy you know good thing the UK pulled out to be honest and this is one of the reasons why I so and I'm going to get to the reason why I actually support Brexit well I support the idea of Brexit not exactly how it was um, executed and stuff and what the plan was uh so yeah, that's that's a brief thing. One of the drawbacks about financial globalization is like what, like I said, you know, what happens in Asia, for instance, when they're affecting what happens in America. Like, for instance, can we all remember the uh, global financial crisis that happened in, in the two in the two thousands, for instance, you know, late two thousands, something, you know, some bankers did some shit. I think it started from like the Scandinavian countries, like Greece and what have you. And it affected the entire, it spread, the whole problem spread through Europe and went into America. And hey, the whole world suffered for the actions of certain donuts in certain countries. Wow. Isn't that just a great thing when it comes to globalization? But anyway, now let's move to economic globalization. I'm, I'm looking at the cons here, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, because as much as I understand that there are pros, but to me, there are just too many cons. We're being sold a lot of pros, but I want to actually sell you the cons and stuff. A lot of people know about pros, but I want to actually sell you the cons. So we have economic globalization. Uh, here's the thing. When it comes to, it's sort of similar to um, finance. Well, in a way, they sort of intersect, but not really. Economic globalization, um, I'll give you a good example. Um, For instance, you've got a situation whereby a country, let's say, sorry, I say country, a company, for instance, in America, decides to move production to to other countries. Like, I mean, for instance, McDonald's started in America. Now they have franchises in different countries. Ford started started in America, but now they have plants in. Um, I think they have, I think they have one in Mexico. Yeah, I think I think they've got they've got one in Mexico, plants in Mexico. Coca-Cola, for instance, Coca-Cola, Nike, there's so many brands that started off in countries as national brands, but now, due to globalization, are transnational brands. One of the, yes, fine, yes, it does help. I do understand it does help increase, uh, what do you call it, global health, wealth and uh, what you call, and standards of livings in, in its host countries. And, oh, yes, it does bring employment to those countries. That's good and great. Uh, yes, it does... Uh, take like for instance I mean not every country can do great shoes like Nike does you know everyone has that the expertise for that um, no one not every country can I was going to say great food like McDonald's does but no <laughs> I don't know I don't know no offense to McDonald's you know I don't mind buying your shares or your stocks but on second thought I actually do mind anyway but yeah I think you get the, the gist I mean okay Ford Okay, no, Ford is like, they have like high fuel consumption, even though they claim to be, to, to work out and have low fuel consumption and less emissions. Oh my God. Is there something from America that is actually great? Oh my days, man. 
seriously. Anyway, but I think you get the gist when it comes to that. I mean, one of the biggest problems with that is the fact that it de- tends to increase the, the it tends to increase the gap between the haves and have-nots, and ends up in, uh, making corporations far more powerful than the governments. Uh, ends up also also. Uh, increases one of the biggest problems in the in the world right now, which is corruption. Like for instance, I live live in Nigeria, and we have instances where foreign companies come into come into Nigeria, and I'm not going to mention names, so I don't have any lawsuits coming after me. But we have foreign companies who come into Nigeria and bribe governments. <laughs> oh, oh, seriously, they bribe governments and government government officials, especially and tend to kill local competition off and get you know um, the best treatments whatsoever and have their their um, their what permits approved even faster than local competition which in turn tends to end up making them even more powerful than the governments are. I mean, for instance, here in Nigeria, and I'm going to use Nigeria as an example because I, I live here in Nigeria, so I can tell you you know firsthand what's going on chinese firms these days are becoming more powerful than even our own local government wow <laughs> you know no joke i should you not that's that's one one of one of the biggest problems we're, we're facing especially in third world in a third world country according to wt wt world trade organization you know nigeria nigeria is a third world country but yeah technical another type of globalization is technological globalization sorry i hope i'm not talking too fast i'm just trying to get through all this really quick um, another form of globalization is technological globalization now now i really love this type because really it's it just it, it really helps you know it's really caused the technological revolution which has just turned the entire world into one big global village um gone are the days whereby if you want to see someone like if I'm living, I live here west coast of Africa. Of Africa, I, if I want to see someone in England, for instance, I have to take a ship. <laughs> yes. Oh, trust me, they they did it back in the days. Take a boat, a ship, spend one month or two months at sea. I, I think it was about one month, two months at sea, and get to England. I know, Lord help me, I'm, if the person doesn't live in, in Liverpool or something, then I'm, I'm going to have to get to Liverpool and drive all the way to I know, London or wherever the person lives just to see the person. Now, I can be in the most remote place in, okay, maybe not the most remote place in the world because there are still places that don't get phone signals, weirdly enough. But I can chill here, you know, in Lagos, on the island, you know, sipping my... I know. What do I sip these days? My my, my fruit juice. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Um, in my orange juice. Yeah, OJ. No, not the Simpson orange juice. I mean, sipping my orange juice and talking to one of my mates in the UK or in Italy or in Singapore. I mean, seriously, it's 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 wonderful. I, I love I love this this part of globalization. You know, I mean, now you don't even need to take a, if you decide you want to, you know, go chill with a person, you don't even need to take a boat. You just fly a plane. Six hours, three hours, some places even 12 hours. Yes, I have been in a plane for more than 12 hours. I'm flying Singapore. Wow. (laughs) 
wow <laughs> anyway but yeah you know and it's great it just it connects uh it connects the in the entire world and it's really great like in palm of your hand you have your smartphone in your hand and you can communicate with people from almost from almost anywhere in the world that is that is a really great thing i cannot the only thing i can possibly say is a problem with that and to me it's not a pro, it's not the it's not the cause of globalization it's actually more down to the people themselves uh, with the innovation of t- technology and uh, smartphones for instance we tend to ignore the people around us and tend to focus more on the people that aren't around us and all but to me i think it's more that is more down to the personality or the person himself him or herself than the actual than actually globalization being the problem now here's the thing and brings brings me the fourth type of globalization political globalization as countries keep uh, doing business as they are exchanging they're having this uh, economical and technological interdependence that word especially interdependence they then start to they then decide that they want to bring up this rather ridiculous thing of having similar or u- or uniform policies wow <laughs> or, or some of them might just say oh we want to have a singular currency like the eu have and i just think are these like how how here's the thing here's the truth for me i think that would that can never work you know when you have when you have decided to have sing, uh, what do you call it singular policies in terms of uh, political oh okay in terms of uh, political policies economical economical policies it can't work why because different countries different cultures do not do not allow it each country has its own unique situation therefore similar policies cannot actually work it's one of the reasons why for instance the whole situation in the EU the EU the idea of the EU uh, European Union the idea of the um, EEC the European European uh, economic community actually seems to benefit the bigger countries that's France and Germany more than other country than it actually benefits other countries i mean with the introduction with the joining of the of countries in the EU for instance the economy of Italy has as man the Italian economy has not been the same again. Let's, let's just put it that way. <laughs> That's just one example. Lesser countries will, will not benefit from such things. Lesser countries will not benefit from, from single currencies. Every country has its own unique situation. Hence, hence why single currencies, uniform policies will not and cannot. It's, it's, it's highly impossible, honestly, for it to, to benefit everyone on the table and that's why to me i think it's it's a ridiculous it's just a ridiculous thing yes yeah, so if you say oh you know what free free trade even with free trade it doesn't help because here's the thing here's the thing every country still not, does need to have some sort of protection for its home industry because should you should you decide to let go of the protect protection for your home industries you're going to have a situation whereby uh, goods from certain countries and they'll be more cheaper than co- goods made in your own country and sometimes it's not even a case of uh, it's not a case of 
oh, it's just the guys at home making, you know, putting a huge markup. It's a case of maybe, for instance, uh, a country like, let's just use country A and country B. <laughs> for instance, a country like country A, for instance, would fi- might find it easier or cheaper to make something like car batteries. And country B, why? Because they have they have the natural resources for it, or they ju- they have all, you know the materials and all that right there in in their country. Now, country B, if should country B decide they want to make car batteries, they're going to have to import the materials and then make it, which just makes it even more expensive for them. So it's not going to work. <laughs> so no matter what the car battery makers in country B do. Country A is always going to be able to make it cheaper than they that. So it's, it just leaves country B as a huge, those making it in country B as a huge disadvantage. Hence why there still needs to be some sort of protectionism. There still needs to be some sort of nationalism. Wow, that was a tough one. <laughs> anyway, another, trust me, I can go on and on about, about that, about that, you know, and this is also one of the reasons why I keep saying um, the whole idea of democracy or rather, America's style, the American style of democracy doesn't work, for instance, in every African, every African country. But America seems to shove it down our throats because, hey, if we're doing business with them, that's the only way what they will actually um, adhere to or what they will actually to- tolerate. It doesn't work in every country. Everyone has their own, has their own uh, unique situation, which will need a unique style of politics, for instance. Trust me, I can go go on and on and on and on, but hey, I need to move forward to it because then now we're going to about to talk about one of the most um, interesting types of globalization, which is cultural globalization. Well, I've been going on for a while. Sorry, excuse excuse the fact, but cultural globalization ends up having a situation whereby there's a harmonization harmonization, or rather, there's a harmony of all cultures at the expense of distinctly different local cultures. Oh, where do I start? This is where people are going to start shooting at me. Like, seriously, <laughs> you know, here's a th- there's that huge threat of people losing their cultural identity due to globalization. Like, I'll give you a good example. Inst- oh, will I say it's a cultural identity? And this is a touchy one. And I, by the way, before I say this, I want to say something. I do not, whatever sexuality anyone decides to have, that is up to them and their maker. I don't judge. I'm not going to pass judgment. I'm not going to discriminate against anyone. If you decide you want to, ha- you want to be anything but straight, that's all good and great. You know, that's up to, you. that's down to you and your maker. Lord knows, I'm, Lord knows, I, I you know, I've, I've got my own shit to deal with. <laughs> you know, so I'm not going to look at you and be like. Oh, you're gay. How dare you? What, 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 what? No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're gay. Oh, that's good. That's your decision. <laughs> you know, it's your life. It's your life. Okay. Not for... Actually, Bon Jovi did it, said it in a different way. It's my life. Yeah. That was Bon Jovi. So, big shout out to Bon Jovi, man. Where, where those guys are? I love listening to their music. And this is one of the reasons, <laughs> one of the, the instances of cultural globalization you know a young kid like myself was sat in lagos nigeria and became a fan of bon jovi (laughs) who imagined that a black kid 
in West Africa will become a, a, a fan of Bon Jovi. Yes, I still listen to your music till this very day, but I actually grew up being more of a fan of uh, foreign artists, even African artists, and not really a fan of Nigerian musicians. <laughs> no, really. Like, I mean, okay, first national football team, and I'm using myself as, a, as an example, first national football team I ever supported was Brazil. And I still, well, I don't support them that much these days. I don't really watch their games that much. But, you know, first rugby team I ever supported. And in fact, only rugby, rugby national team I've ever supported, New Zealand. New Zealand are all blacks. Always an all black till, till the day I die. First, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Okay, fine. Rugby was not a sport played in Nigeria. Um... But football was, and I didn't, and I wasn't a fan of the Nigerian national team. <laughs> Seriously, it's the same shit we're having. You know, we have foreign culture, a culture invasion, a foreign culture invading the local culture, and have, and it, sometimes in some cases, in cases of most people, replacing local culture. For instance, do I sound like a Nigerian? No, we don't. Here in Nigeria, we don't. There isn't. Now, there isn't really a distinct way of what, how a Nigerian should sound. Because, I mean, do I sound like a typical Nigerian? No. Besides the fact that we have so many different cultures, cultures here and different ways and different local ways of saying things. Hey, I could be doing this show in Pigeon English. Hello, hello how, how are you? How you do? You get me. And that is one of the one of the many cons to do with the culture, with cultural globalization. And I'm going to just go through this one, this one um, last bit. And this is sociological globalization. Oh man, <laughs> this gets even, even better. Honestly, the idea of a single world society has evolved and replacing the distinctly national societies that previously existed. It's kind of one of the things to me that has sort of led to the whole, I know, to Islamic fund fundamentalism, for instance, where I, I'm not saying I'm supporting, uh, no, I don't have a problem with fundamentalists. And this is going to be, people are going to really start, when you stab me for saying this. I don't have a problem with fundamentalists. I have an issue with extremism, not fundamentalism. Oh my God, the isms are getting a lot. <gasps> oh my days. But yeah, no, really. There's nothing wrong in saying, okay, you know what? I, I want to stick to my religious beliefs. I want to stick to my religious teachings. You know, the teachings of your prophet, of your gods, of, of whatever, you know, you, you worship or follow or listen to. That is absolutely fine. There should be a freedom of culture. But when, when you say, oh, my religion is the best religion. Oh, then I have a, then I have an issue with you, because then you've suddenly turned. You're, you're gradually giving me extremism vibes, whereby you're saying, "Oh, because I don't conform with your religion, because I don't worship, you know, the same way you do, and stuff, means that I'm not what I'm. I'm a bad person." Uh, hello. <laughs> Even I'm a Christian. I will say I'm a Christian. And I believe in one thing that, I'll, that Jesus Christ, oh my, 
sorry, excuse me, I'm going to preach for a bit, that Jesus Christ came to this world in order to give us choices. Follow him or don't follow him. Be good or be bad. You get me? He went about preaching his the gospel, preaching God's gospel, preach, giving, you know, laying an example and giving people a choice. He didn't kill anyone that decided not to follow him. Mm-mm. He said, hey, you have a choice. And to me, I feel that is, that is pretty much what everyone should have. Every human being is entitled to a choice. A choice of, hey, I want, I want to, to conform to this. I want to believe in that. I want to believe in this. I, this is how I want to live my life and follow. Because to me, as far as I'm concerned, what is far more important in this world is just being a good person and making a positive impact to those around you and beyond. Seriously. Like I have met some Christians that are some of the, I'm not judging, but oh my days, they're some of the most horrible people. I, be, I, bet you, I bet you Adolf Hitler was a, most likely a Christian. And look at what he did. Like, what the hell? <laughs> some of these dictators in, in the world who have massacred people, most of them were Christians. <laughs> look at what they did. Some of them were Muslims. Hey, check them out. You know... And then I've met some of the nicest people that were into Buddhism, were you know into Christianity, into into Islam, into different religions and stuff, and and they are really nice, good and good people, doing positive things in this world, and that to to me should be the only thing that matters, and not this thing where you're trying to because of globalization, you're trying to you're feeling maybe because you're threatened, you want to do a jihad. Or some or some sort of uh, what's what's the name? Uh, uh, some crusade or something like. What the hell? Can we all just chill? You know. Now I just want to wrap this up. Bloody hell, this has been a long, long segment. I want to wrap this up and just quickly run down through certain concerns I have of globalization. Um, one my one of my biggest concerns: uh, short short term gains over positive long term. Co- over positive long-term consequences. I mean, for instance, <clears throat> we seem to be talking too much about today rather than what's going to happen in the next week or, or next year. That's just me using uh, sort of like a me- metaphor, a metaphor and, and all. Um, there's a lot loss of unique cultures. Once again, I've explained that so, so many times, but no, I want to let, let you guys know one thing. I am not against interracial marriages because I said before, I, I actually support that. If a child decides to take on their dad's culture or decides to take on their mom's culture, that is, up, that is up to them. It's up to them and their parents or decide to form a culture, which is a hybrid of, a hybrid of both. That's all good and great because it has the truth about the matter. Cultures evolve. You know, things always evolve, evolve over life. Uh, let's see, corporate profits before workers' rights. Oh my days! I can give you so many examples here in Lo- here in Lagos, Nigeria, where whereby um, foreign companies are paying Nigerian staff, <laughs> local staff, and this is this is this is not just Nigeria; in most parts of Africa, where foreign companies pay local staff peanuts, peanuts compared to how much they pay they pay foreign staff, like. I can mention so many country, companies, but hey, and they will come out. And here's the funny thing: even if I mention companies on on this podcast, 
they will come at me with lawsuits. But when they bring out their books, <laughs> you will see what I'm saying. <laughs> like, literally, not even just their books, just ask ask the foreign staff and then ask the local staff how much they're being paid. And there's a huge disparity between their pay, between salaries and bonuses. And you're just like, wow. I worked at a company whereby they wanted to hire someone below me, below me and, well, paid the person 10 times what I was being paid. And I was like, what, because he's foreign? Like, what the... Anyway, <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, that, that's, that, but that, then that's the thing, you know, uh, you end up having a situation whereby even what they're paying, for instance, you have country A, bring a company from country A coming to, to Africa, to country B to produce A, they're paying staff in country B way less than they're paying staff in country A. That's just one, one of many examples. Uh, there's a loss of indigenous culture and, and replaced with homogeneity. I already talked about that. Uh, loss of jobs because of economic globalization. Look at what happened when, when we had the whole global financial crisis. You know, issues that occurred in a certain country led to people losing their jobs in other country, countries. Uh, environmental concerns over demands put on Earth's resources. Wow. <sighs> this is... <laughs> okay. So here's the thing, you know when you when you, your Nike shoes get produced in Thai, in uh, Thailand, Taiwan, Taiwan, whatever Asian country it gets produced, obviously it's going to need to be exported, you know, to stores in America, to stores in the UK, to stores in Africa, to stores in Europe, in different parts of the world. And guess what happens? It has to be shipped, sent by plane, by ships, and all and all that transportation. Uh, does increase the, uh, the the burn or rather consumption of fuel fuel which is part of the earth resources it also increase emissions which damages our ozone layer and creates global warming should i continue <laughs> but, but hey let me let me continue just in case you don't realize how bad how bad it, it it is when you end up having increased demand for let's say for example gold okay let's talk about gold to, to get gold, you need to mine, and to mine, you need to start. You need to start digging into the Earth's surface. Like you dig and dig and dig and dig, and oh my gosh, it just ends up ruining the whole topography of things. So, should I talk about? Let's talk about oil. When that demand for oil increases, what happens? What happens? Well, you end up having more, you know, digging, more explorations damaging of the Earth's surface, you end up having more pipeline spills and incidents, end up polluting the water and killing off, killing um, aquatic life and what have you, and just spoiling the whole environment and, and all, all down to increase and demand for these things. And, oh, Jesus, the Earth is never going to forgive us for what, it's, what we're doing to it. But yes... It's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come, I'm, I'm going to bring a close to a rather long segment, but in in this, what, about 40 minutes or so, I hope I've been able to actually point out to you some of the issues I've got with globalization. Is there a solution to globalization? <sighs> you know what? Give me some time. Let me do, let me, let me do, let me do my research and see if I can actually come up with a solution. Yeah, let me, let me take it as 
as a challenge to myself to actually see how I can come up with a solution, even if it doesn't get used, that's fine. Um, but yeah, if you have, you think you have a solution to it because you then have to find, because here's the thing, even nationalism or nationalization isn't exactly um, the pure solution to it. You, I, for me, I think solution will be in between both, both of them, getting the good parts about them and seeing how you can make a hybrid hybrid term but um if you feel you have a solution hit me up joseph the blunt as joseph t-h-e that's the uh blunt b-l-u-n-t at gmail.com let's talk about it uh, you know let's let's talk about it and all so yeah let's end this segment let's go into the next segment where it's my favorite segment uh where we're gonna give out those awards for donkey and heroes of the week Okay, so let's see. That was a really long segment, and and I, I was also also really really tired in one too. Jeez, I don't do them long segments. The problem is, look, one of one of these days, I'm going to do a much longer show where Taffa will come back in, and we'll have a very nice long talk about things, more interesting talks and stuff. But for now, I just want to keep you know the the. Uh, episode short shorts because apparently apparently i read somewhere that it, it that uh it is scientifically proven that human beings these days have the attention span of a goldfish like some years back i remember it was about 45 minutes when i was really young but now it's way way less than that and i'm like wow okay so what they can't keep the attention span beyond what a few sentences Anyway, what's this world turning into? Speaking of what this world is turning into, now this is the point where I am going to give the awards for Heroes and Donkeys of the Week. Man, as usual, Heroes of the Week. Well, normally I, I give it to, you know, people in the medical field um, for their relentlessness during this... Oh, I got that, that word right. Relentlessness. Relentless. Relentlessness. Okay. Anyway, I'll normally give them to give it to the award to people who in the uh, medical field and you know all the healthcare workers around the world during this pan- pandemic. Uh, man, the pandemic has gone on for way, way too long. But man, these guys are keeping the fight going and all. And kudos to you guys. But they are going to actually fall into the honorary mentions. And why? Because once again. There is no peace in the Middle East. God damn, man. Seriously, if you are living on the rock, you'll know what's going on between Israel and Palestine. Or is it Palestine? Yeah, Palestine. And it is, it is, it is both shameful and disgraceful. Honestly, it's one of the reasons why, I'll tell you one thing, it's one of the reasons why I do not trust governments and politicians because at the end of the day, all this is just if you check out the real cause of this it's just down to politics you know politics politics and politics uh, i'm not going to go with what the media is saying as to what caused you know the current which I, I call it war you know the current the current war war going on there 
um, because I think the media will always be biased and stuff. You know, I, I think the only people I could maybe trust would have been Al Jazeera, but man, the building they were they were in got bombed. I hope they okay. I hope the guys got out on time and stuff, and I hope there were minimal casualties in that. God, it's ridiculous. But um, you know, heroes. So everyone going through, you know, going through the whole shelling in Palestine, and you know the healthcare workers that are gonna have to, that are really working through the hours, through the days and the nights to to look after and provide healthcare, you know, to people being injured and to the injured and wounded. And uh, man, even talking about this is really pissing me off. But I'm just really trying to keep it together. To keep it together. I, I know I actually promised I'll stop letting my emotions get the best of me on these shows but it's really hard to when you sit down and you watch you watch the the videos of children coming into hospitals with injuries and you know some even dead you know and when you when you go go on social media and you know see people in these places who are allegedly in these places talking about you know talking about their experiences you know people sleeping families sleeping together because hey they know the bombing, their building might just get bombed. I'm not going to pick any sides when it comes to this. Honestly speaking, I'm not going to pick any sides because here's the truth of the matter. The truth usually doesn't get get told by the media. The media just, media just spin what, what they are able to, to I don't know, get out or what they're being told to spin. So I'm not going to go with what the media is saying. I'm not going to pick any sides. I'm not going to say, oh, it's Israel's fault or oh, it's the Palestinians' fault. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Do that. But like I said, I'm going to. You know, everyone going through all this, man. You guys, you guys are, you guys are brave. You know, to li- live through this horror, man. I hope it ends soon. I really, really, really hope it ends soon. And yes, this. This has now produced to me a couple of donkeys, some really, really massive donkeys. Like, seriously, like they're, they're so massive that even horses, like camels, will no, 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 camel, camels are not even big enough. Elephants will feel threatened by the size of these donkeys. Like, god damn, man, how did you do you just? I mean, to me, the Middle East was coming to a point where. You know, there was much peace. You had, you know, recognize, you know, they had, you had the whole peaceful thing going on between Israel and Saudi Arabia and what have you. And all of a sudden, everything just gets fucked up. Sorry, excuse my, excuse my language. Like you guys just couldn't stay peaceful for long, long enough. I don't know. I mean, at this point, I'm starting to ask myself, okay, so who's seeking election? Because these days. Seems like when someone's seeking election, they just start getting all violence and decide to distract, distract uh, the entire country from their mediocrity. I mean, I mean, there are a couple of American American presidents who did that, who distra- who distracted the American population, you know, from the mediocrity going on, and hey, and decides to just throw America into a war, a war they didn't want to fight, aka Vietnam. <laughs> you, you all remember how that went down. Or should, I, or should it be the war against Iraq, part one or part two? You know, Bush Jr. wouldn't have gotten re-elected if it wasn't for that war. Let's, 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 you know, 
let's call a spade a spade to be honest with you so yeah i'm definitely give, giving awards to a lot of people i'm not even gonna none of these people are going to be you know what i'm going to just mention the nominees and you decide who the biggest donkeys actually are nominee number one in fact in no particular order but this one i'm just mentioning these are just mentioning you know as they come through <sighs> number one so here's the thing gal Gadot. i didn't even realize she was israeli sorry i don't really sit down and start reading people's biographies and stuff or reading their wikipedia i'm not i'm not some sort of stalker i mean she fine you know like damn she 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 is fine she comes across as this really smart and like you know and strong intelligent woman i know i think that's what i find really attractive about her um I didn't know she was Israeli. I didn't know she was a Jew. Like I was like, I was surprised when I was like, when I asked someone, and they were like, "Oh, you? She's a Jew." I, th- I thought she was Greek for some weird reason, reason and stuff. But um, yeah. So she goes on Twitter and says some things. Now I read that tweet about five times. I read it the first time, but then I didn't start seeing some really horrible and toxic comments on it like people were really bashing into it so i started to read like a couple of times like about five times or something to try and understand what she really what 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 like what did she say that was wrong because as far as i'm concerned she was more of, you know calling for peace she didn't take sides i didn't even know she was israeli until someone mentioned she was israeli i mean if she was israeli she would have most likely taken sides with her own country but no she didn't you know she decided to stay neutral and not play into some nationalist bullshit and stuff. Stay neutral and actually call for for there to be peace in the Middle East. Well done for well done to her. You know, well done. You know, because I think I think I think I feel it's a mature thing to do. What wasn't matured was the backlash she got from that. And yeah, and these donkey, these people, people who came out and criticized her and you know, sell some toxic things about her just because she's Israeli. Man, you guys are donkeys. Like, god damn. Yeah. I'm sorry, was she the one who started the conflict? Did she at any point say, oh, death to the Palestinians or death to the, to Islam or some, some shit like that? No. In fact, she sympathized with, she sympathized with the innocent people who are losing their lives, losing their homes, losing their, their livelihood in this useless, ridiculous conflict. And, and it called for peace, which is a normal thing any normal thinking person should do. But no, you know, Twitter, you know, Twitter, Twitter doesn't seem to like normal thinking people. No, nope, 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 nope. You know why? Because more than eighty percent of people that use Twitter are not normal thinking people. They're a bunch of toxic people, toxic piranhas, who just want to bite on any pound, any little pound of flesh they can actually get. You know, they don't even need a pound of flesh. They just need bit of flesh just a little bit of flesh and you just start yeah 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 on the whole thing thumb you know thumb, thumb happy people they're just you know people with itchy thumbs and fingers just typing away all sorts of ridiculous stupid bullshit bullshit's on it so yeah you guys man you guys seriously donkeys next sell donkeys oh my god that's yes, could sell donkeys now here's the thing I mean, with what I've heard so far, 
it, about this conflict. Apparently, Palestinian people have pretty much been facing what black people are facing in America, if not in most parts of the world. In most parts of the world, I mean, even here in Nigeria. <laughs> Nigeria, by the way, is a black African, a black African country in West Africa, which is a, you know. Africa is a black continent. Well, most of Africa is black continent. Nigeria is, you know, one of the most populous black countries in the world. But even here in Nigeria, we blacks still face a lot of racism and a lot of discrimination. Believe you me, <laughs> believe you me. And here, and here, here's the thing. And, and Palestinians are pretty much facing what we black people face in almost every single part of the world, even in our home countries and stuff. And Man, and here's the thing, and it's funny how even as the American government in the in the time of Joe Biden, even even during the time of Joe Biden, where he's trying to make, he's trying to talk about extreme, he talks about extremism, how it's wrong, how it's um, an issue, and what have you. But hey, guess what? The U.S. supply about what three point something billion dollars every year to the Israeli government. I guess what what they're using to fund their military. And what have you? And look at what's happening—you know, shelling of, of of Palestinian lands and what have you, and killing of Palestinian people, 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 and what have you. I don't know who started this thing. Like I said, I'm just going by what I was told. Even though, to be honest with you, I do not trust the media. But if there was a time for America to actually sit down and put their foot down on certain things. It is now. Hopefully, they don't go start going to start, you know, supporting Israel and supporting what's happening. This is not the time to start picking sides. Oh no, 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 no! It's a matter of if America really wants to be the, um, how I call it, the big brother to the entire world. Now is a good time to call these two to order and say, hey, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Seriously, because we ain't nobody got time for this. We should be talking about doing amazing things in this world. Like for instance. Finding a proper cure to this stupid pandemic has gone on for way, way too long. Like seriously, but instead, America, you know, the、uh, Biden presidency has seemed to seems to be still be silent, and the funding continues and what have you. And yeah, they are,、uh, according to what I mean, I, so far I haven't really heard Biden come out to you know to. Condemn anyone or say anything. So hey, Sleepy Joe, you and your administration so far are donkeys. Now, next set of donkeys. Oh, oh boy! Both both the Israeli and, and Palestinian. I'm not even going going to go into. I'm not going to talk too much about these two. But both the Palestinian and Israeli governments are donkeys. Some will say, "Oh no, no, no! You shouldn't criticize the Palestinian government." Like I said. Like I said, I don't say again. You don't know the full truth. You know there are two sides to the, to this story. The, the Palestinian government are claiming are claiming、uh, victims here. But hey, let's not forget this is the same Palestine. This is the same. These are the same Palestinians that continue to house Hamas, for instance. Why they haven't gotten rid of such a such a like a terrorist group like Hamas? Please ask. Please find out from them. But still, that's not an excuse for the whole shelling and evictions and and what have you. But like I said, the media will not tell you the whole and complete truth because either one, they don't know the whole and complete truth, or two, they're just being told to hey, spin this in one person's favor. It's what it's what sells. So there we go. Anyway, 
those are the donkeys. This, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to pick because honestly, these three, oh my God, <laughs> like shameful. But those are your donkeys. You decide this week who your donkeys are, or donkeys are, are going to be this week. I, I'd love to actually, you know, you know, hit me up, hit me up. Tell me who, who amongst these three groups um, should be the donkeys of, of the week and stuff. You know, the email once again is Joseph, Joseph the Blunt at gmail.com seriously hit me up and all now now um i'm gonna end the show here yes i'm gonna end the show here and i just want to give a quick advice to people especially to my fellow guys uh you see this life is really is really nice and a really important thing and all uh please you know please it's something i'm learning to do and in fact something i've learned to do but I'm actually trying. I'm actually trying to master it even more. Um, th- shit happens, you know. Shit happens in life. Sometimes things don't pan out the way we want it to be. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes certain things happen that are not our fault. Instead of sitting down and trying to pour, ration out blame to, to people or parties or what ha- what have you, it's best to look what look at what's in front of you. Look at what the situation is, and see how you can best make how you can actually make the best out of things. If you continue to sit sit down or stand or whatever and just complain and complain and complain and point fingers at people, guess what? Time is going, and you don't have a control on time. On time, but what you can have a control over are your are the eventual results. So, spend more time trying to get trying to get results and make things work for you. And man, trust me, you will live a much happier and less and you know, have less stress in your your life. Honestly, the biggest winners today, the most successful people today, look, instead they don't cry over spilled milk. Instead, they try to fi- figure out how they can make not spill the milk next time, or how they can I don't know make the best out of the milk that is spilt. You go figure. You get lemons. You get, you make lemonade. I make quite a lot of dollars while making the lemonade. <laughs> you get, I, I think by now you get what I'm saying and stuff. Anyway, I'm going to end the show right now. Thank you so much for listening. Um, to all the people that have been sending comments, thank you so much. God bless you all. I really appreciate it. I hope this has been informative. I hope this has been entertaining. I hope this hasn't bored you or made you sleep. I hope this has made, helped you clean or get, got some, I don't know, helped you get to work or something. Man, whatever this show does for you, as long as it's not what I, what some people tell me it does for them. Oh my God, you don't want to imagine what some people have been telling me this show actually does for them. It, it's I can't, something, some of these things I can't, I can't actually say this on the podcast, but yeah, it's really in the gutter and stuff. Anyway, you have a wonderful week ahead. This show is meant to be out on Monday. Hopefully it comes out on Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been Joe Blunt. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.